welcome to Classic Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 1, The Truman Show. Um, so yeah, we're starting our Jim Carrey dedicated season um, and uh, we're going to start here with The Truman Show. I did have a look through, I think all of his films, I'm not sure if I did find all of them but I found like over 15 films or whatever uh, when I was going to look for them because if you guys remember in the uh, season 4 information I said I knew roughly which ones I was going to take a look at but uh, not which one to uh, to start with but it wasn't too hard to pick because there's um, a lot of ones that I was interested in um, yeah so get ready of 10 episodes uh, of uh, Jim Carrey coverage I suppose um, and uh, yeah we're starting here with the Truman Show for season 4 episode 1 for classic reviews um yeah, so I just want to give my quick thoughts, and then we'll go through some some notes that we have here, and then we'll look through the cast, and then I will uh, compare this to reality television. Um, I thought this was a very very good film. It did start off a little bit uh, a little bit slow, I suppose, but um, you've got to with something like this, you've got to make clear to the audience like lots of little details. Um, so, for example, like of course we know that he, you know, was adopted and that, and uh, was uh, started with the, with the show. Let me just read the um, info here because then we can uh, break things down a little bit more. The Truman Show is a 1998, so I would have been about four or so, roughly, when this came out. Um, it is a 1998 American uh, satirical. I can't read the word that says. Uh, science fiction film directed by Peter Weir, produced by Scott Rudin. Uh, Andrew Nicole Edward S. Uh, Feldman and Adam uh, Schroeder, and written by Nicole. It is Nicole. Uh, the film stars Jim Carrey as Truman uh, Burbank, uh, adopted and raised by a corporation inside a simulated uh, television show. Television show revolving around his life until he discovers it and decides to try and escape, which is what we'll talk about here in a bit, obviously. Uh, so yeah, there's your basic premise. He was adopted by this guy who wants to uh, run this show, and um, yeah, he uh, he everyone's sort of on this scheduled, simulated, undercover, I suppose. But they're all actors, which I think is a is a better twist on things. There could be really you could potentially make this worse, I suppose, where um. He's like part of an experiment, I suppose. But the the fact that it's a reality show is slightly better. And I'll give some comparisons here to uh, reality TV in a bit. Um, yeah, with, with like all that sort of happening. And you really have to like... Expect, not just with the script and stuff. I mean, it kind of ties together. But with, you know, what about if someone does slip up? Or if um, someone's late to one of their scripted parts or just like with the um what's it when he tries to go up the elevator and he sees those people having lunch or whatever um yeah they all have to be really really careful and you have to sort of write that really well and i think uh they did a good job with uh with writing this so that's really really good as well um yeah i found it to be pretty entertaining i found it to be now when i said in the season four information podcast about going back to the old style Jim Carrey because even though he's potentially still that same type of person, Jim Carrey's really changed. Um, like if you guys go and look up, not what happened to him specifically. I mean, you can do it. again. Like I said, it's a bit, it's a bit sort of tragic or whatever. Um, but if you look up sort of interviews that he's done in the last two years or all that sort of stuff, 
Um, he's certainly different. Like you, I think if you'd have cast him in this today, you wouldn't get quite the same performance. And the the old style Jim Carrey, the one that's like all sort of hyper and jumping about and all that sort of stuff. Like, well, him as his characters, not him specifically. That wasn't quite in this film. It was in some scenes, but it wasn't like... Um, now, I have seen like Ace Ventura once before, I think, but I will rewatch it if I choose it for this uh, podcast. That sort of um, level of like enthusiasm and that, sort of, and that sort of like... I don't really know how to describe it, actually. He's not quite like that. He's not playing that type of character in this film. Um, I guess Truman's just like a different guy as well. He does bring some of that into the role still in certain scenes where I guess maybe he's starting to, to lose his mind a little bit or he's realising like why are these specific things happening like when he finds his dad and um, what's it? And then like everybody tries to get in his way and you see those joggers that get in the way and like um, there's you know, like the bus takes like his dad is pulled onto the bus um, obviously the, the actor dad or whatever Um his dad is like pulled onto the bus and all these cars are trying to get in the way and he's like stop the bus and everybody's sort of slyly trying to stop him without some without somebody outright going up to him and like tackling him to the ground or something like that because when when those things kind of broke out and stopped uh, and started happening and he went i guess i guess against their script that he obviously didn't have um you kind of saw like oh he's he's going down this way like you have to stop him with this or that I found all that stuff really, really interesting. Just to also see the lengths that they would go to, and obviously we see that at the end with um with the boat stuff, uh, where he almost like kills uh, Truman. Um, yeah, so all that stuff was like performed really well and everything. And like one of the weirder scenes to me in this is when he tries to get a boat to um is he trying to go to like I think it's Tahiti or something like that. Um, yeah, where he's trying to go to to meet his uh, his girlfriend from before. Um, and, uh, yeah, he pays for a ticket, and he's like, oh, do you want return, or one way, he's like, return, and they need to seize this, like, sunk boat, and then he's like, he sort of starts to freak out a bit, I thought that was, uh, some interesting stuff there as well. Uh, let's read out a bit more information here. The Truman Show was originally a spec script written by Nicole, Nicole, uh, inspired by an episode of The Twilight Zone, which I've never seen an episode of, uh, called Special Service, so in terms of that episode... I, I don't know what that's particularly about. Oh, if I highlight it here, it says uh, Special Service is the 64th episode of the 27th um, episode of the third... What? Oh, the 64th and the 27th episode of the third season, 1988-89 uh, of the television series The Twilight Zone, which I think has got rebooted this year in 2019. And it's also got um, Stephen Young from The Walking Dead, who played Glenn, in it as well. Uh, at least I've seen some photos. I haven't even seen like a trailer for that or anything. From the Twilight Zone, it was created by Michael J. something, which I won't be able to pronounce, uh, who later created Babylon 5. Uh, some critics noted similarities between the episode uh, story and the critically acclaimed It Gets Cut Off there. Uh, but yeah, it was supposed to be like a, a similar uh, film to the episode or something. So that's interesting. Um, and I can imagine like if I think Twilight Zone and the things I've heard about it, you could do something similar, I suppose. Again, my my knowledge on Twilight Zone is very, very limited. So, uh, Unlike the finished uh, product, it was more a science fiction thriller with the story set in New York City. Scott uh, Rudin purchased the script and set up uh, production at Paramount Pictures. Brian De Palma 
uh, was uh, to direct before Weir uh, signed as director, making the film for sixty million, twenty million less than the original estimate. Yeah, you'd, you'd need a fair bit of money to like pull this off, I suppose. Uh, Nicole and granted, you know, um, the the price of producing films and television was different back in um, nineteen ninety eight when this came out. Very different to very different to uh, today. So. Uh, yeah, it was made for this film for 60 million, 20 million less than originally, uh, estimate. Uh, Nicole rewrote the script while the crew, uh, was waiting for Carrie to sign. That's interesting. So they, uh, they possibly would have had to recast him, is what I'm getting from that. That he, they were like waiting on him or whatever. Uh, the majority of the filming took place at Seaside, Florida, a master planned community located in the Florida. Uh, panhandle and then the last bit we have here the film was a financial success debuting to to critical acclaim uh, and earned numerous nominations at the 21st uh, academy awards 56th uh, globe golden globe awards and there's some other awards here as well saturn awards british academy film awards uh the truman show has been analyzed as a thesis on christianity metaphysiology met, meta philosophy um simulated reality existentialism and reality television which is of course what i said i was going to compare this to which instead of me putting it off any further i'll do that now um so of course you've got you've got similar tv shows uh, i mean there's nothing like the truman show that really exists uh at least as far as i know i mean the truman show is a real film but it isn't the truman show itself obviously is a fictional uh, television show inside the truman show fil- uh, film so you got things like obviously Big Brother, Love Island, and Anyways Essex, and all these other reality shows. Um, and I try to avoid all of them. So I, my knowledge is, I try to keep my knowledge limited because I uh, don't want to uh, know too much about them or whatever. <clears throat> I know about like Love Island and Big Brother. Those were the two big ones over here. Well, the biggest one over here is probably Love Island now that Big Brother's gone. Um, even though Ryland Clark says he's going to get it on by the end of the year get the show back by the end of the year but i don't see that happening um yeah uh so i mean i've i've kind of expressed before a little bit of my opinion on reality tv which is not only is it just like rubbish <clears throat> like depending on if you don't like it or not it's to me just rubbish um like all of it basically uh and this is like some game shows are pretty good but like something like a tipping point is vastly vastly different to like a big brother or a love island or something um or something like uh you know the cube or the chase or some of those other game shows they're like vastly vastly different um and they actually do like charity stuff every now and then and they're, they're actually pretty good so uh, like i don't watch them all the time but I'll, I'll catch them now and again sort of thing um i also kind of think reality tv is sort of disgusting to a degree um and if this show if this film doesn't kind of push that idea forward then i don't kind of know what will again this is very different to something like a big brother or a love island where nobody's really being lied to about their whole life uh no one's having like a simulated life um but uh yeah it's just the fact of like this is kind of a human experiment in a way this uh truman show it's like oh what can we you know let's watch him go about his day or whatever and there's always that scene with the guy in the bathtub and stuff and like oh what um you know, can we get the hero shot, which uh, the the producer says at, at the end and stuff, and um, especially the way this is one of the things that like bothers me most about things things like BBC News and things like reality TV. 
which is where there's a scene where he meets up with his his dad obviously later on in the film and uh they essentially use that for like um emotional audience manipulation where it's like oh my god we can't believe this thing's happened um now if that happens to a person in real life like they lost their dad 20 years ago or something and then they found him again totally fine that's a real person that has like um lost their family like things like lost long lost family which again I've, i've barely seen any of but i know that's to do with like long time uh family reunions and stuff this isn't anything like that where it's like okay we we wrote him out because i explained that earlier uh slightly later in the film after that scene it's like oh we we decided to write him out and it was of course all the boat stuff where you as the audience member think oh his his uh dad died and like he got written out and um we decided to write him back in and no he's just fine or whatever um it's just emotional manipulation for entertainment which again personally i find quite disgusting it was better in this film because you know like okay jim carrey's playing as the true as truman and and it's not real um because it's obviously a, a fictional film but in terms of the truman show itself it's disgusting because you're you're using essentially especially when because yeah there's just such a vast difference between obviously like this fake um like truman obviously thinks this is all real so from his angle it's nothing like that but for the dad and everything and then to write him back in and um and to like oh let's get a there's this one thing i hate the zoom in on the faces i've seen certain times where like oh someone's family member's been stabbed on bbc news or something and then they'll go over to either the brother or the mother or the sister or uh, the uncle or someone related to the family and they'll like be talking to them uh, about the particular event um and they'll like say oh this must be quite difficult for you in like the blandest most robotic way possible and then they'll just zoom in on the faces for that ex for that just extra touch of like okay we got that slice of emotion out of them which is like oh this must be difficult for you and then there's the pause and then they zoom in on the face and that's what they do in that scene they have the reunion with the dad and uh, and this isn't me complaining about the film that the Truman Show film this is just me comparing it to reality TV and complaining about that and the like I guess the disgusting nature between behind the the guy that's running this thing not the actual film itself i just want to make that kind of clear because uh, obviously again the truman show a fictional thing played by jim carrey that's fine um yeah they just get that extra little bit of zoom and of course i mean it's different with the truman show as well because it's 24 hours a day and it's um global whereas big brother or whatever is even though they're in the house for like is it three months or something i can't even i don't even know i think it's like three months it's like 90 days or something 95 days or something uh, and I think for the celebrities who aren't really celebrities, um, are in there like a lot shorter for some reason. Anyway, um, yeah, this has been broadcasted for like over 10,000 days. And, um, yeah, it's live like globally as well. So it's like a Netflix situation, I suppose. Um, it's broadcasted globally and, um, yeah, it's on 24 hours a day. So you essentially would have each day depending on because there might be certain people that are watching this that have different like i suppose schedules to truman himself so people that are on like night shifts which truman probably isn't on or he isn't on in this film so there would essentially be a dead eight hour or seven hour how many of us hours truman is sleeping for there would essentially be a seven hour bit where like oh he's just sleeping i'm sure he might be like rolling around or not rolling around but like moving about and that sort of thing um but like 
is that is that interesting to to people? I suppose to some people it is. Like, oh, what's he gonna? Is he gonna? I guess it's like, I guess the attraction of that is like, oh, is he gonna say something in his sleep? Is he gonna do something in his sleep? Is he gonna sleepwalk? Is he gonna? I don't know, have a bad dream and, like, shout someone's name. I suppose you've got that angle of things, but, like, that's for seven, eight hours or whatever, however long he's sleeping for, and, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Um, I mean, all of it was interesting. All of it was really well done in the Truman Show, or for the Truman Show. Uh, so you got that as well. All right, let's take a quick break here, actually. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so you can find all of our other uh, TV coverage, video game coverage and films or movies coverage uh, on entertainmenttalk.org. We also have our uh, random gaming talk podcast. Hopefully me and Robert are still doing that by the time we listen to this. Uh, that's where, of course, we look at uh, the week's gaming news from the, obviously the previous week. Uh, or within the last week, and uh, discuss some of the bigger and smaller news events. Um, we talk about what, what we've been playing. We don't review games in that podcast necessarily, because obviously we've, we've played a few hours of whatever between that week and the previous week, and we give like further impressions. Or obviously, if we play newer games, we start new games. Uh, we talk about those as well. Of course, we do also have a video game reviews podcast. Uh, so when I finish certain games, um, I tend to obviously go and review them so check out the uh, video game reviews podcast as well we also do um discussion episode pieces sometimes i like to just pick a topic out that i i sort of think of and then uh, take that for discussion and uh could usually be a question it might be a situation might be something different uh, so you can check those out those will be usually spread out on the uh film reviews podcast the video game reviews podcast all the just the tv uh podcast feed uh, so whether it's related to one of the three subjects, it will be put in there as well. Sometimes it's related to multiple subjects, and then we put in all three of them, or two of them, or whatever. But check those out as well. Obviously, we do have uh, further TV coverage. We have individual coverage for certain shows, like The Walking Dead and the DC shows, and some of the other HBO shows. Um, we have, uh, of course, uh, general TV coverage. So when I do season reviews, or episode one and two impressions, or, or anything like that. Uh, so we have those podcasts as well. Obviously, we still have classic reviews to go. We've got nine episodes left of that, or I've got nine episodes left to to uh, keep recording. So look out for those in the next couple of weeks. They're every Wednesday at about one o'clock. If I still stick to that time with this season, um, but yes, check them out every Wednesdays, of course, on EntertainmentTalk.org. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all the all the coverage I need to mention. Um, yeah, so thank you all very much for listening, and uh, of course, let's get back to the Truman Show. 
Um, in terms of the actual events of the Truman Show itself, because I know I've talked about a lot of the, you know, the idea and things like that. Um, I suppose the one thing I haven't talked about yet, which is a new segment that we started in Season 3, which is if you erase, um, so let's go, if you go back to 1998, the Truman Show comes out. And uh, let's say you erase it from 1998 and you put it in 2019 or 2020, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, you put it out in 2019 and you, re- you, re- you make the exact same film again, the exact same plot. You still have Jim Carrey, whether he's different or not, um, is whatever. Uh, you put that out there and um, you essentially make the same film but with modern technology. So you use newer cameras, newer audio stuff. Uh, you still have like the same writers or that sort of thing. How would that work in 2019? I think with reality TV kind of still actually growing. Um, cause there's a lot of things on like VH1 and MTV. And there's still stuff on Channel 5. And there's still stuff on probably other reality channels as well. There's like obviously ITV have got only Essex and Love Island and stuff like that. So there's a lot of this stuff still going around. And for the most part, again, I basically hate reality TV. I've kind of made that clear. Um, like, if you want to watch it or whatever, obviously it's entirely up to you. Um, but I think with this being something a bit different, like I've kind of explained to, like, because this isn't a game show. This isn't, because even though, yes, you have things like Tipping Point, which is a game show, and Love Island is also a game show, so is Big Brother. But they're different because one is like a game show where you're trying to win money from a machine. And one is where you're trying to avoid getting evicted from a house or whatever happens in Love Island. Uh, I know that's how Big Brother works. I don't know how Love Island works. Um, I think if you make this, like you still make it a film, obviously you don't make it a TV show. Because a lot of those reality shows are just that, they're TV shows. Um, I think this comes across as like a, a little bit of a fresh idea in a way where um because it wouldn't have been done before because you would have taken it out of 1998 um i think that with yeah with the kind of the rise still of reality television and it is like in its own corner still um but there is like new things always kind of being made i think that this just gets seen as like this would just get seen as okay jim first i don't know actually in 2019 if you would get to attract jim carrey to something like this just because of the way reality tv is has changed from that period of time and his interest would probably be different but um whether you have him in there or not i i think is whatever um yeah i just think it would come across as a bit of a new idea and um i do think there'd be the interest from it and i do think people would be doing what i'm kind of doing today which is comparing this to something like a love island or a big brother so um yeah i think it would it would kind of work and but you'd probably would maybe have to cast somebody different i suppose um which would change it from like the exact film that it is so i I don't know it depends whether you have jim carrey in there or not but i think it would work as like a one-off kind of um interesting thing i suppose it's difficult to tell a little bit because some people would kind of hate it i suppose um like i'm comparing it to something that i do hate but the film itself i think is great so um yeah what else do i want to talk about this i mean you've got the fact that like one of the reveals let's go down to the cast list you've got uh what's his name uh noah emmerich who plays as lewis uh who pl- who's playing marlon uh who's supposed to be uh truman's best friend and then there's the scene where oh, i was got ed harris's name as christoph the creator of the truman show 
Um, because I did keep keep saying the the creator or whatever. Ed Harris, who was in uh, Westworld, he played the older version of William. It's been a little bit since Westworld's been on the air, but um, yeah, you got that as well. But yeah, Noah Emmerich, who uh is an American actor who's best known for his roles such as uh, Beauty Girls, Beautiful Girls, sorry, nineteen ninety six, The Truman Show, nineteen ninety eight, Frequency, two thousand Miracle. Uh, 2004, Little Children, 2006, Super 8, which was actually a really good film, uh, 2011, and then from 2013 to 2018, he started as the FBI FBI agent, uh, Stan something, and it cuts it off there. Yeah, when, uh, Christoph, Ed Harris's character, is giving, um, I guess Marlon, who is giving Lewis the line to say as Marlon, um, like he's, he's... Because he's saying to him, like, oh, you know, I wouldn't lie to you. I'd tell you if, you're, if I was in on this. And he is. And, uh, of course, he's the one that has to do the searching thing for when um, Truman, like, escapes. Which I thought was, like, incredible, the way all that happened. Um, yeah, just, like, how would... You've got all these different cameras. And then you go into this one little thing. You do this little trick where you have this... What's it? This recorder playing. Which is, like, this uh, snoring or sleeping sound. And then he's, he's just, like, escaped... So I thought that was really interesting as well, but yeah, he's just feeding him these lines basically, and it's like the friend, the friendship isn't even real, and you can kind of tell from certain actors in this show. Uh, again, I mean in the show, not for the film. You got a weird situation here. Um, for some certain actors in this show, where they can tell they're uncomfortable, and you've obviously got um, what's her name? Uh, you've got not uh, not Meryl. Truman's wife, you've got, uh, where's her name gone, Natasha Eklone as Silver, um, playing Lauren, uh, of course his love interest that, um, tries to tell him the truth and everything, so you've got certain people in this film that, like, trying to tell him the truth and stuff, and you can see that Marlon himself is, like, really uncomfortable when, um, or, like, he doesn't kind of want to be there, he doesn't want to be doing this thing, and, um, yeah, it's just strange that, like, you know, these people are all actors doing this thing, but, Truman just isn't. It's kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, he's feeding these in these lines, and like, it's just kind of sad at certain points. Like, just the way that Truman's being lied to, and then I do like the sort of uh, obviously moment at the end, um, where uh, you know he does find the the exit door, and he's like, "You don't have to go." And and it's I like when um, what's the name Ed Harris's uh, Christoph. Is talking to him and it's, it's as if like God is talking to Truman or something. I thought that was a nice touch because he essentially is like the God of this world, I suppose, of of the Truman Show, like the creator and the uh, creator and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I found that really kind of interesting when when they did that. But yeah, just the way this guy's being lied to and like his about his whole life and stuff is just kind of kind of tragic at some points. Like, like Jim Carrey still brings a lot of comedy to this role, and when he's like when he's figuring it out not when he's fully clocked what's happening but when he's kind of figuring it out and like he's trying to go off script and run back and forth all that stuff was that stuff was probably the most funniest and then especially the bit where uh he's trying to escape to was it like tulsa i think it's probably got um where is it uh hired to play a background extra as a fellow student uh, i'm t- i'm going lauren's profile um, but she was thrown out before she could do so, she then becomes, um, it doesn't say where she, where, I can't remember the, the country that Truman keeps trying to go to, um, but when he drives down that one particular road, 
and uh, all those vans and cars come out at like almost the exact same time like I didn't watch the scene twice or the film twice but um they're almost like in sync the way that they I mean they are in sync but like almost as if I don't know like one car's not slightly behind the other they all come out at the same time and it obviously looks very uh scripted and stuff so um yeah, overall, I thought this was a really good film. It wasn't quite what I meant in terms of Jim Carrey's like older style of doing things, the way he used to act in certain roles. But I suppose Truman is a bit of a different character in terms of that. Like Truman doesn't really allow quite for the same things. But again, there is some scenes um, that were kind of uh, you know allowed for that as well. I just read a bit of um, information on the Truman character. Yeah, just found a bit of information. Robin Williams was considered for the role. He would have been really, really good, obviously. Uh, but we had cast Curry after uh, Carrie after seeing him in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective because Carrie's performance reminded him of Charlie Chaplin. Uh, Carrie took the opportunity to procre- proclaim himself as a dramatic actor rather than being typecast in comedic roles. He does. I would describe his roles as like dramatic sort of comedy at times um they can change and shift throughout certain films because obviously this isn't the first jim carrey film i've seen i've seen other films as well um but yeah he he does he he does have the flexibility for drama and comedy and sometimes almost both at the same time uh for his comedic roles carrey who was then normally paid 20 million per film agreed to do the truman show for 12 million so he agreed to take a bit of a pay cut which is interesting Carrie and Weir took, initially found working together on set difficult. Uh, Carrie's contract gave him the power to demand rewrites. Okay, interesting. Um, <clears throat> I mean, ultimately the writers and the showrunners or the makers of the films are the ones in charge. But some actors do get certain uh, advantages in some cities. Well, not advantages. They get certain uh privilege or whatever in certain films like they get certain uh power in in certain types of films it it really depends on what role it is and what film and stuff but i've seen similar things like that before where like an actor will maybe suggest something and they'll either like agree to it or not or like um yeah like like what it says here with carrie's contract um like when certain actors on shows get get promoted like executive producer credits and stuff i think Kiefer sutherland had that at some point later in uh, 24 and that probably gave him a bit more uh power or a bit more advice or, or whatever um so that it, it makes sense to a degree like if an actor's been on a show for like four or five years and then they do get maybe a promotion as well plus like by that point they really really know the character so they might have like different ideas that are perhaps better for certain characters but it, again it depends on the the show the film and who the cast is uh but we was impressed with I don't know if I'm saying that name properly, but that's how it's it's spelled here. Weir uh, was impressed with Kerry's uh, prof- in in improvisational uh, skills, uh, and the two uh, became more interactive, which is good. So basically, they got on later in certain roles or in certain parts sort of making this. The scene in which Truman declares this planet uh, Trumania of the Burbank Galaxy uh, to the bathroom mirror was Kerry's idea. So yeah, things like that where he can like pitch little ideas and stuff like that is uh, sometimes what's allowed to happen but it all just depends on who the actor is and what kind of privileges they have I suppose so yeah it's interesting that Robin Williams was considered for this so um yeah that uh yeah that's 
really kind of cool so unfortunately like i said if you it's really unfortunate with what i mentioned earlier like if you redo this in 2019 because let's say jim carrey didn't want to do it you couldn't unfortunately do it with robin williams for obvious reasons so um yeah that's that's kind of a shame so um yeah that's pretty much all my thoughts on the truman show i i liked it a lot and with i just want to really make it clear that with me comparing it to reality tv i'm not talking about the film i'm talking about the idea of the truman show um so because yeah the truman show is not a real thing it's a fictional film so or a fiction or a real tv show inside a fictional film so um yeah that i just wanted to kind of explain that again so yeah uh let me know if you guys have seen the truman show or if you've seen any of any of jim carrey's other films uh what you think of jim carrey and that sort of thing and what you think of maybe uh writing privileges or advantages or that sort of thing matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's the contact page and information in your show notes uh entertainment talk.org is where you'll find all the content of course if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk we're on patreon um what else is there uh we have an amazon affiliate link you can shop on amazon we'll get a small cut it won't cost you extra there's itunes feed you can rate review and subscribe to those as well uh what else is there there is um yeah if you don't want to review the feed you can just rate them uh word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds um share them on facebook retweet them on twitter put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to um video games if you want to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening. And come back next week, next Wednesday, for the next episode of Classic Reviews. I'll see you then. Uh, goodbye.